Hey there, welcome to the Be Fit Tribe podcast, where we're here to help you live your best fit life. I'm your host, Christine. Now let's get started. Welcome to episode number four. Today's topic is about stress and how to manage it. So first off, what is stress? Stress is your body's way of responding to a situation. This can affect us in a positive way or a negative way. In a positive way, when working properly, it helps you stay focused, energetic, and alert. For example, in um, an emergency situation, stress can absolutely save your life by giving you extra strength to defend yourself or can cause you to slam on your brakes to avoid an accident. Stress can also um, affect you if you have to study for an exam and you're feeling the stress of the exam. It could force you to study for the exam rather than binge watch on Netflix. This is the flight or fight response. On the other hand, if stress is not managed and goes beyond that flight or fight response, it turns into a stress response and this causes major damage to your mind, body, and soul. It could could truly diminish the quality of your life, your relationships, your mood, and so much more. It's important to learn to manage stress because stress affects you in a real way. It also affects everyone different. Some people can do quite well with stress, whereas other people do not. So stress varies from person to person. It could be brought on by work, debt, families, finances, relationships, friendships, and so much more. Stress is something that we have the power to control. You might think that you cannot control your stress, that stress is just something you have no control over. But in fact, you can control it because... You have to remember, like, we cannot control what happens to us, but we can control how we react to things. Let me say that one more time. Remember, you cannot control what happens to you, but you have the ability and power to control how you react to things. That's so important to understand. So let's dive in. How does stress affect us in a negative way? First off, it could affect our bodies. How by giving you a headache constantly, muscle tension, pain, um, feeling of chest pains, panic attacks, feeling tired, your sex drive is dropped significantly, your GI gut is giving you all sorts of problems, you're not sleeping too well, or you might be sleeping too much. You have either gained a ton of weight or you're losing weight. You're forgetting things. Those are just some ways it could affect our body. It could also affect our moods. Um, You could suddenly start to feel anxiety and anxious all the time. Restlessness where you just can't physically sit still. You have no motivation. You cannot focus. You're constantly feeling overwhelmed. You fly off the handle quickly. You're irritable. You find that you're very sad, you're crying a lot, you're depressed. These are ways that it could affect our mood. It then can also affect our behaviors, which cause us to overeat, to binge eat, to not eat at all, 
to have angry outbursts for no reason. You're constantly on edge. You're always wanting to battle and to argue. You are turning to drugs and alcohol. You're socially withdrawing yourself. You want to be left alone. You don't want to be around friends, family, anybody. You have lack of desire to go to work. You're calling out on, uh, of work a lot. You find that you're not active. You, there's no exercise. You're not taking care of yourself. You're not bathing often. These are ways that stress can affect our behaviors. So it's important that you pay attention to this because stress takes a huge toll on our bodies. And the longer we allow this to affect us, the worse the symptoms become, the harder it is to overcome the stress and to get your mind back on track. So it's very important to pay attention to your body and the signs so that way you can take the necessary steps to manage your stress. Believe it or not, managing your stress has numerous health benefits. So it's important that you learn to, ma to manage your stress. Otherwise, it will take over and it will affect you in so many ways. Stress isn't something that you feel and it instantly triggers something in you stress can stress sometimes could just creep up and if you don't notice how much it's affecting you it is now full-on insanity and it's going to take a heavy toll on you so it's important that you pay attention to the signs and symptoms of stress so that way you make yourself aware that you're in a stressful situation or that something that's happening to you is causing this so that way you can see what's causing the stress you see the pattern and that way you can start to tackle the problem at hand that is causing the stress so that it doesn't spiral out of control. So what are some common signs and symptoms of stress? You might have memory problems. You're finding that you're very forgetful. You cannot concentrate on anything. You're making poor judgments. You, the decisions you're making are not making any sense and they're just bad decisions. Your mind is constantly filled with negative thoughts versus positive thoughts. You're always worrying about something and thinking something bad's going to happen. Feeling overly anxious. You might notice your GI and your gut health is not good where you're having massive diarrhea, constipation. You know, you want to pay attention to that. You might notice that your, your heart rate constantly feels like it's pounding out of your chest and you're getting chest pains. You feel like you're just down in the dumps. You're moody. You're irritable, overwhelmed. You isolate yourself, um, procrastinating. You're neglecting your responsibilities. You're turning to drugs and alcohol. You're, you've developed these nervous habits such as um, pacing and nail biting. These are signs that you want to pay attention to. And once you notice the signs, awesome, because then you can dive in and find out what is causing your stress. Now, stress can be caused by external factors and internal issues. So it's important to know different things can cause your stress. But what's important is to understand, again, as I stated before, you cannot control what happens to you, but you can control how you react to a situation. For example, let's say I'm starting a new job and my, my stress of the new job has now taken over where now I'm stressing out if the people at the job are going to like me. Am I going to like the work? Am I going to be able to understand and do the work to the best of my abilities? Am I going to fail? 
Are the people there going to like me? All of those thoughts can start to consume you where now you're like, no one's going to like me. This was a mistake. I should have never done this. And now you're, you're filling your head up with all of these negative thoughts about a job you haven't even started yet. And you're going to go into that situation with a negative mindset and you're probably going to find everything wrong with that job and it's going to be a downward spiral, right? And and a lot of us do this in, in many, many situations. The key here is to remember how to recognize and then once you recognize these issues, how you can then change your mindset to better handle the stress, the thoughts, and the behaviors. Because remember, you can't control what's going to happen at that job, right? But you could control your mindset and how you react to it. You could control your thought patterns. So instead of feeling the stressed out from the new job, look at it as this is a new opportunity. There's room for growth. There's, um, you could be making more money. You might get more benefits. It's closer to home. You finish up early. You get to spend more time with your family and loved ones. You're not working weekends. This is going to better um, push you in, in your career. I'm going to meet some new people. Those are the thoughts you want to consume yourself with so that you go into this new job. You're starting to see the positivity in the change. And you're going to go in there with a positive attitude. So you're going to be approachable. You're not going to be negative. Your attitude is going to be amazing. And you're going to see all of the amazing stuff. Will it be stressful the first day? Yes. But understand, you cannot set expectations to learn the entire job the first day. It's going to take time. And if you get yourself in that mindset, you're not going to get overwhelmed and stressed out. You're going to understand it's going to take time to adjust. It's going to take time to learn the new system, to learn how to do this job to the best of your abilities, to learn to socialize amongst your peers and see who you connect with. The reality is this. You're never going to be liked by 100% of people. You're not going to. There's always going to be a few people in the bunch who don't like you for whatever their reasons are. But their reasons cannot become your reasons. You have to like the person you are and understand not everybody is going to like you. And that is okay. Because you don't need everybody to like you. Life isn't about winning the popularity contest. Life is about making sure you surround yourself with people who better your life and like you for you and not forcing you to be something you're not. So again, you can't control the situation, but you can control how you react to it. So let's talk about the external and internal issues that might cause stress. So external issues would be like major life changes, a new baby, a new job, moving, new relationship. Those are the major life changes that could affect your stress externally. Financial problems could affect you, whether you're in debt, Whether you're in debt, whether you are struggling to make your bills, whatever it may be, financial problems can totally affect your stress. Your workload, whether it's school or at your job, that could affect it. Your relationship could affect it, whether it's going through a breakup, whether it's a new relationship, whether it's long distance, whether it's a divorce, 
whether it's just learning to live with each other for the first time. There's so many different relationship external effects that could really affect you and affect your stress. Having a busy schedule that is jam-packed, you're always on the go, moving, 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 that you don't give yourself a minute to decompress and relax to enjoy your life. So being too busy could absolutely bring on a a ton of stress. You might have some family issues with your kids. There's so many things externally that could affect your stress, right? So just understanding that. We also discussed internal issues that could affect stress. Some people have the inability to accept uncertainty in their life, meaning they always need to know what's gonna happen to have an agenda and to know how things are gonna work out. And some people can't accept that in life. Some things are completely uncertain out out of your hands. Some people are not able to deal with change. They fear change in their life. It's the fear of the unknown, right? Some people are very strict and regimented and they lack flexibility. That could bring on stress. Um, Setting unrealistic goals and expectations. Negative self-talk. Having this all-or-nothing attitude, leaving no room for error. These can absolutely be internal factors that cause your stress. So some people have the ability to cope with stress. Some people actually thrive on it. Some people love living in a high-stressful situation, working in a high-stressful job. They thrive on it, and they do quite well with it. It motivates them, it gets them to where they need to be in peak state to to cope. And some people do well with it. Some people can cope through stress and get, get past it very easily, whereas other people really do struggle and crumble and don't have the ability to deal with stress. Certain factors in your life could be playing a part in that role of being able to cope or not cope with stress. So in order to cope with stress, There's four key things that I think really can play a positive role and change in your coping skills with stress. So one is your support system. I want you to take a look at your support system and ask yourself, do you surround yourself with people who positively impact your life or negatively impact your life? And by that I mean, is your support system one that lifts you up Is someone you can turn to who provides positivity or is it someone who gives you negative thoughts, constantly pointing out all your flaws, constantly talking in a negative tone? If if you have a positive support system, this can help make your life pressures less overwhelming and manageable because you have someone to turn to, to talk to, to lift you up and to get you where you need to be. Even if it's just hanging out with positive people that find humor in everything and make you laugh. Like laughter is an amazing stress reliever. Like when you laugh, again, it's like working out, like these endorphins are firing up and you're feeling fucking amazing. I know I can get into these laughing fits with my sister and my mother and be laughing sometimes to the point where I'm like, I don't know what the hell I'm laughing at. But I feel amazing. And all of the stresses I felt prior to that vanish because I just surrounded myself around a positive support system that for that time, they made me forget what I was stressed out about. 
So it is so important to look at your support system and ask yourself, are these people providing a positive influence in my life or a negative influence in my life? And if it's negative, you need to remove that toxicity out of your life. Same thing with your social medias. The people that you follow, are they inspiring you and giving you positive messages? Or is it negative? Because if it's negative, take that out of your life. You don't need it. I want you to remove the toxicity out of your life and have a positive support system. Okay? Next, the second thing that I think is important is to have a sense of control. Sense of control meaning do you have a sense of control of your life? You. And do you have confidence and trust in yourself that you know how to control how you will allow things to affect you? Meaning this, do you trust yourself that you're going to be able to handle a situation if a situation arises, that you can control how you allow things to affect yourself? Because if you do, amazing. And you're not going to feel like you, like you're out of control. But if you don't, you're going to feel that you're at the mercy of your surrounding situation. Like you, you, you're not, you have, you're going to feel like you have no control that whatever's happening to you is meant to happen because of the situation you're in or your surroundings. So I'm telling you, if you, if you don't have a sense of control, there's a greater chance that you're going to crumble under pressure. But if you start to believe in yourself that you're going to control how you react and allow things to affect you, you're going to start to, to take care of yourself and you're going to be able to pull yourself up rather than crumble under stress. So I want you to try to, to, to work on that sense of control within yourself and then build that confidence and trust that you will be able to know what to do if a situation arises and not, not crumble under stress and pressure. The third thing is what is your outlook on life? Is it a positive outlook in life or is it a negative outlook in life? Because the way you look at, look at your life can play a huge part in your ability to handle stress. Take for instance, a positive outlook. If you have someone who's a positive outlook on life, they're going to embrace challenges. They're going to have a good sense of humor. They're going to believe in, in some sort of higher purpose. And they're going to accept that change is bound to happen. And they're going to roll with the punches, so to speak. Whereas a negative person, they're going to be the complete opposite. They're not going to embrace changes. They're going to blame everybody and everything for what's happening. They're going to start thinking they deserve what is happening. They're not going to believe in a higher purpose because they're, they're going to start to see everything bad in their life. And they're not going to see the good. And this alone is going to cause them to go down the rabbit hole of stress and crumble. So ask yourself, do you have a positive outlook on life? And if it's a negative outlook on life, <clears throat> take a look at that negative outlook and start to change your mindset to a more positive mindset. Because I can assure you, the moment you start shifting your mindset to positivity and seeing the good in things, you're going to start to feel it within your soul. And you're going to start to see your whole mind shift shift completely. And it's going to alter your ego, your state of mind. It's going to change everything in such a positive way. It's going to blow you away. And the last factor that I think is, 
do you have the ability to control your emotions or do your emotions take over and you lose all ability to control them? Meaning this, if you're super stressed out and you don't know how to calm your mind and body, when you're angry, sad, stressed, you're going to continue to be agitated, angry, and you're going to spiral out of control. But if you have the ability to see the negative emotions and control them by learning to soothe and to manage those feelings, your tolerance to stress is going to increase and you're going to be able to bounce back once you feel this a lot quicker than ever before. So those are the four things that I think truly can affect your ability to either handle a stressful situation or to crumble. So I want you to take a look at those four things. Now you're probably asking, okay, now what can I do to soothe and manage my stress? Well, here's a couple things that I think are very, very important. I think it's important to be active. Exercise regularly can change your body and mind. When you work out, little known fact, endorphins are released within you. These are the feel good vibes. This will change and alter your ego instantaneously. You're going to release anxiety and stress. It becomes a distraction from your thoughts and worries. It also breaks the negative thought pattern that feeds into stress. And we all know when we physically feel good, we like who we see in the mirror and we like how we feel physically. Those two elements alone can alter our minds and thoughts in such a massive positive way. It's crazy. So being active, key. Connecting with others. This means actually spending time with friends and family, joining a support group, therapy sessions. This is just simple acts of face-to-face -face interaction with positive, good people. Today's society, people can hide behind computers, talk on the internet. The downfall with that is some people will not be um, honest. Some people will live an alter ego and be something they're not. And it, and it still gives you that sense of loneliness and, and um, removal from society. So I want you to do this face to face or on the phone, but with people who positively impact you. And if you don't have that, make, make it a point to, to create a connection with people, support group, with friends you haven't talked to in a while and, and build that, you know, connection with people. It is so important that you find way to, to get positive and good vibes from other people, because trust me, it will improve your mood big time. The third thing is learning to relax. Now, relaxing can be in like, numerous ways. Some of them like meditation, yoga, after a gym session, go sit in the sauna, listen to some calming music, or just be one with your thoughts. Read a feel good book, a motivational book, self-help book, sitting by the ocean, listening to the sounds of the water, um, whatever it may be, playing around a golf, um, playing some music, Whatever it is that is going to relax your mind and body is something I want you to start to do 
often because once you learn to relax, when a stressful situation arises, you can turn to those relaxation tools to kind of deter you and shift your mindset to get relaxed and to remove the stress. So it's important to try and f- to find ways to relax you. Some people do arts and crafts, whatever it may be, it's different for everyone. <clears throat> so I want you to find ways to learn to relax your body and your mind, okay? It is very important because you want to feel joy and happiness and a sense of peace in life. You, you don't wanna feel the stress and anxiety. You wanna be happy, you wanna be feel at peace. So relaxation is key. <clears throat> the fourth thing is having a healthy diet, right? Because improving your diet and eating healthy helps with your, your, your gut health, your GI health. And when you're not feeling healthy and you're eating a lot of fast and processed foods, you're going to feel sluggish, bloated. You're going to have um, gut issues. And that alone could affect your body and mind. I mean, you could have stomach aches. You could have cramps. You can have, you're, you're running in the bathroom. This affects your stress. Like if your stomach and your body is not feeling good and your mind is not where it needs to be, that is going to affect your health. So I want you to definitely incorporate a healthy diet that is very, very important. Number five, rest. Rest is so important and something that a lot of people don't realize. You need sleep. Your bodies need time to unwind, to recharge, to recover. Your body needs that time. So you want to get at least six to eight hours worth of sleep. Good, undisrupted sleep is very important. So find ways to make sure you get a good night of sleep. Make sure your bed is a comfortable bed. Your pillows are comfy. You want, you want to just crawl into bed and make it the most soothing, relaxing atmosphere. Some people work well with very darkened room. They make blackout curtains so it's pure blackout some people listen to music some people meditate before bed some people set uh, no electronics um, time frame so 45 minutes to an hour before they plan on sleeping they shut off all electronics to decompress their mind and relax enough to get a good night of sleep so i need you to try to find good sleep patterns work on your rest and get your sleep in Number six, I want you to try to avoid drugs and alcohol. Turning to these does nothing for you. Alcohol is a depressant. So if you're already stressed out, this is going to calm you and depress you, but it's also going to alter your state of mind. And you're going to start to depend on those more so because if if you're if you're turning to alcohol and drugs, you're you're kind of depressing everything that is is affecting you rather than tackle the problem head on you're kind of taking a deep to not avoid it but in not avoiding it are you resolving the issue no the issue is always going to be there so whether it hits you today tomorrow or the next day the issue is always there so the key is to avoid drugs and alcohol because they affect and alter your state of mind they're going to affect your stress level so i'm not saying don't drink and drink at any point being a social drinker is fine i just don't want you to turn to drugs and alcohol to avoid dealing with stress head on and problems head on okay number seven 
I highly recommend keeping a diary. Diaries are important because it allows you to journal and keep track of what is going on. So you can document what happened that day, how you're feeling, rate your stress level on a scale of one to 10, 10 being the worst and one being at eh, not so bad. And this allows you to form a better understanding and develop better coping skills when it comes to your stress. You can see what your triggers are, what caused that fight, what caused that stress. And you can go back and kind of reread at any point and kind of see what you were dealing with and how you dealt with it or what you could have done better in that situation. So I feel keeping a diary is awesome. Plus it's an outlet for you to pour out your heart. It's just for you and to just let your mind go and just write. And some people do very well with writing. It's a stress reliever in itself in just writing. Number eight, <clears throat> you want to manage your time. What do I mean by that? I mean, do not overload your schedule. Some people like to be busy the entire time. So some people will pile on, pile on, pile on all this stuff they have to get done throughout the day. And at the end of the day, if everything they plan to do isn't done, they will flip out and fly off the handle and spiral out of control. But what did they just do? They just overloaded their schedule. They didn't set any realistic goals. They pretty much set themselves up because something might have come into play where you had to do A, B, C, and D, but oh shoot, something come, came up. You have to now tackle this now. So now all of your stuff and your entire day is planned is out of whack and that could cause you to spiral out of control. So I want you to manage your time better. I don't want you to overload your schedules. I want you to make time for you. This could be going for a walk, going to the gym, out to lunch with some friends, dinner with your spouse, whatever it may be. I want you to manage your time and prioritize your day because the goal is to make it as stress-free as possible. Always block off time for you and your loved ones because it is important that you spend time with people who matter to build those relationships, to avoid stress, to also include time for relaxation and to make sure that your time in your day is not a complete where you're not looking at your schedule freaking out that, oh my God, I'm never going to get anything done. Remember, if you don't do laundry today, it's okay if it gets done the next day. There's nothing in life that you should overly stress about that cannot be taken care of. Prioritize. Whatever needs to be done that day, those become your priority. All the other miscellaneous stuff, you work into your schedule and you find ways to, to utilize your time better, to multitask. But you want to just manage your time better. I always feel if you have time to sit and watch endless hours of TV, but you didn't finish all the stuff that you had planned to do that day, it's that's mismanagement of your time. You, you could have done all the stuff first and then TV become secondary. I want you to take a look at your day-to-day -day events and ask yourself, are you managing your time appropriately? Are you scheduling time for you? Are you multitasking? And are you removing the frivolous stuff that is not necessary out of your day-to-day -day activities that could be causing you stress. So binge watching Netflix for six hours just caused you a ton of stress because you didn't have time to study for your exam. And now there's a good chance that, and then you end up failing your exam and then you blame yourself, but okay. But if you prioritize a little bit better 
and studied and then took an hour break to watch one episode and went back to studying, you could have possibly done better on the test. So you want to pay attention to, to, um, how you manage your time. And the last thing is learning to say no, 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 no. Some people have the hardest time saying no. Some people feel this sense of guilt that if they say no, someone is not going to like them. Someone is going to start an argument with them. That someone's going to view them as not being nice, not being helpful, being a bad person. Or if they say no to a party, that they're missing out on something. But it's important that you set boundaries and say no sometimes. It's okay to say no and not overload your schedule again because... As discussed a few minutes ago, you have to make time for you. So saying no to party A doesn't mean you're never going to be invited back to another party. You can easily say something nicely as though, listen, I'd like to go. However, I have a prior engagement or, oh, I wish I could attend, um, but I have something else going on. It's just making that time for you. And it's okay to say no. So please don't ever think you can't say no. I don't want you to overload your schedule and feel you have to say yes all the time because saying yes all the time is going to take a toll on you at some point. So those are the nine things that I think work well in self-management of stress. And speaking of stress, I'm sure by now with all this information, you're feeling overwhelmed and I'm telling you don't. Listen, the key takeaway to this entire podcast is if you don't learn to pay attention to the signs and symptoms of stress, learning to control your stress and finding ways to avoid them, stress will take over and destroy your life. So what I ask of you is that I want you to listen to this podcast again. Really listen to it. Take notes if you have to. But I want you to make the necessary changes in your life to recognize stress, manage it, and to avoid it because there's so many long-term benefits once you do that. And if you know who's someone who's suffering from stress and you feel this podcast could benefit them and save their life, please share, share that with them because there's so much valuable information in this podcast. It's crazy. The key thing here too, is that stress, believe it or not, if it's not managed, it becomes a serious problem. Some people just don't know how to cope and deal with stress. And some people become so overwhelmed with the stress in their life that they feel there's no fixing it. There's no getting better. And people will will attempt suicide. And that's the last thing I ever want to hear anyone do is that stress took over their life to the point they felt that they couldn't live that way anymore. And I just, I, I, I don't want to ever hear that. I want people to know that stress is manageable. Stress is avoidable and we can't control what happens to us, but we can control how we react to things. So if we learn, if we learn to recognize the stress in our lives and we find ways to alleviate and to work on that stress, It is going to benefit us so many ways. I personally suffer from stress and anxiety. Um, I have my entire life. I came from a um, broken family and I had a lot thrown at me at an early age. I've gone through a lot of stuff personally. And I've learned over the years through therapy, book 
reading podcasts and stuff, how to manage and cope with my stress. And it is so important to pay attention to the key signs our body gives us because then it gives us the ability to deal with the stress head on so it doesn't get out of control. I know that personally, um, I find in the morning, if I go to the gym, I start my morning off with a clear mind, feeling good about myself, endorphins fired off, and I notice my stress level at the start of the day is is very um, at bay. And if during the day it's crazy, it's busy, and I notice that my stress level increases at any point, I'll throw on some good music. I'll listen to some podcasts, some motivational books, those, anything really to change that mindset. So if I'm noticing midday, my stress level is getting high, I can go for a walk. I can throw on some music. I can do something to change and shift that mindset. So I go from feeling stressed and anxious and negative to feeling good, happy, and positive. And it's important to know that because once I do that, my mind shift changes and then I no longer feel stressed. I feel at ease. And then I can walk back to what I was dealing with and I just tackle it in a different frame of mind and it no longer overcomes me and takes over. So it's important to pay attention to that stuff and find ways and learn ways that your body, um, reacts and changes where you can get that mind, you know, that mindset shift working in a positive way for you. I also find that at night when I go to bed, I shut off my electronics by a certain time. I decompress by listening to common calming music using my Alexa. And I find myself falling to sleep to that because my thoughts are now calmed. I am laying there. My bed is comfortable. My pillows are comfortable. I am feeling very at ease and at peace that I just feel like. So the more um, comfortable your bed is, the more comfortable your atmosphere is, the better night's sleep you're going to get. Um, I've also learned to change my eating habits, right? So I find that I eat healthy. I've removed fast food and processed food. So I noticed that that helps my gut health. Gut health is very important. So I've learned to control my stress and anxiety. I've learned how I react to situations. And I am telling you, it's changed my life. I've removed all toxic people from my life, including my social media. Take a look at your social media and see who you're following. See who you're looking to for influence, for motivation. And if they're not giving you that positive energy back, why are you following them? Look at the people that you're friends with on your social media. Are these people positive people? Are they people that are making an impact on your life in a positive way? If the answer is no, are they making an impact on you anyway? It's not about how many friends you have on social media. It's about the the quality of, of people, not the quantity. Quantity means nothing. I could say I have a thousand friends that follow me on Instagram, but only 10 of them are solid people. And, and, 50 of them are negative, always bitching, complaining. Why am I following those people? Is there a need for me to follow people that don't don't have the same views, don't have this um, desire to be a better person, to be a positive 
influence on other people's lives. I don't include that in my life at all. I make sure I surround myself with people who make me smile, laugh, who share my views on life. I wake up every day thankful for everything I have. And whenever I notice my stress takes over or starts to creep in, I pay attention to my symptoms. I turn to my coping skills. Like I said, like throwing on music, walk, gym, talking to someone, whatever it may be. And I try to control my environment in in that I try to manage and... Uh, how do I say this? Um, I just went blank. Um, anyways, <laughs> I try to make sure that everything that occurs in my life, I have control over. I trust myself that I'm not going to allow negative people in my space. I control my thoughts. I try to stay up key, positive, and as outgoing and happy as possible. But I also know there are times that I have to decompress. I'm not as happy. But when I get in those moods, I start to ask myself, what is affecting me? Why am I feeling this way? What can I do to change what I'm feeling? And what do I have control over? Those are the key takeaways. I truly, truly hope that you enjoyed today's podcast. And I can't express how thankful I am for you listening. All I ask is that you like, share, and subscribe. And please leave me some feedback. Let me know what you thought of today's podcast. I would also love to hear what you'd love to hear in upcoming podcasts. Make sure you follow me at BeFit underscore tribe on Instagram. And once again, thank you for listening. And I hope you have a truly wonderful day.